Hello, America, and welcome to the Album Nerds Podcast. I'm Dude, and that is Andy, and we love this country. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Coming at you with a special Go USA episode. That's right. I feel like I'm the president or something here coming out. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, we're uh, celebrating the 4th of July, so we're posting our show a little early this week. And uh, here on the Album Nerds Podcast, we talk about albums. And we're going to talk about some great American albums with uh, some American themes. And uh, you should be listening to these during your 4th of July picnics. Yeah, we got two really good records to put on as you're turning up the barbecue and throwing the frisbee and lighting those fireworks to help you uh, celebrate in style. Don't forget about drinking the beer, the red, white, and blue, Pabst Blue Ribbon. That's how <laughs> I That's how <laughs> I show my patriotism. No, me too, buddy. I'm right there with you. Yeah, right. You're probably drinking some micro brew from Germany or something. You can only handle two. No, you know, man, like, as I've matured in age, I totally get why you drink Blue Ribbon on a regular what? basis. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I, can't know, I, I, I can't believe I'm hearing this. No, I, I find myself more and more gravitating towards that for whatever reason. I don't know if my taste buds are just uh, slowly evaporating <laughs> or what, but... I think, I think you start to just go, you know what? I just want a beer at a reasonable price. I don't yeah. want to pay eight bucks... Right. For what essentially, although it may taste good and has hops or whatever, it's beer. Yeah. I can get four PBRs for the price of like one <laughs> Haifa Weizen or whatever. Yeah. As long as it's cold and in a, you know, a nice glass, I'm pretty happy with that. So. Oh, I drink out the can, son. Oh, God. You got some right. standards. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. So, America. We're Americans and we're going to talk about America. Why don't you kick us off this time? Now, we did do a little tribute to Canada at the end of last week for uh, Canada Day, which is kind of like their 4th of July. We talked about Canadian artists. So if you didn't uh, hear that one, go back and check it out. Or I mean, oot. Why don't you kick us off? What are we What are we doing for 4th of July, man? All right. So I got a really good record here that to me just screams America without being too sappy or kind of uh, patriotic about it. Um, the record I picked is from the Beach Boys. And in 1974, they put out what in essence is like a greatest hits compilation record. But if you know their early catalog of the rec- of the Beach Boys, that's you know, not a bad thing necessarily to put out the greatest hits, greatest hits record because they had a lot of uh, misses in their early catalog. Though they put out a lot of really good singles. So this this album here entitled Endless Summer is kind of a collection of all those awesome singles from the beginning of their career. It's uh, 21 tracks of awesome summer fun. And we're just going to kick off the show here. We're going to play one of my favorite USA songs, Surfing USA. Oh my gosh, so catchy! Right? <laughs> Love that guitar. I know. Riff. I mean, 
<laughs> uh, well, isn't that the one? Is that the one that the, there's a Chuck Berry song that's exactly yeah, the same? That is the Chuck Berry song. Good call, buddy. It sounds just like it. It's a little guitar style there, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely exact, except for the words. I mean, the everything. <laughs> what, which one is it? Do you have note on that? I just can't remember off the top of my head. It was only hearing it now that made me think of it. Oh, uh, which Chuck, we'll what Chuck it Berry out. song is? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I grew up loving the Beach Boys myself, and uh, I, I loved it. I loved it. I always, you know, I'd pretend my bed was a stage, and I'd grab the the string from the curtain and use it as my microphone <laughs> and and sing along. Like, I always pretended I was the Beach Boys. And, oh, uh, yeah. Me too, man. Me too. I kind of grew out of them as years went on because it seemed so silly, but they're great songs. And uh, yeah, I can't really think of many whole albums of theirs. Collections are the best way to go, except for maybe Pet Sounds, which is their answer to the Beatles' Rubber Soul when they were trying to, you know, be more creative and control their own destiny rather than just doing shaggy, shaggy, shaggy hairdo stuff, you know, which is great, but they wanted to get beyond that, which I understand after, you know, you make 30 songs about surfing or 80 songs about surfing. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you tell me about your experience with the, the beach of boys? Yeah. So, I mean, I listened to a lot growing up and my parents listened to a lot of oldies music. Um, I guess it's what you call this time period, uh, on the radio. And it was just, to me, it, it just kind of like drips of like that kind of very innocent American lifestyle in like the late fifties and early sixties where, you know, you're driving around in your hot rod on a Saturday night with your, uh, your main squeeze next to you and you know you're just thinking about like your car and your girlfriend and your hair and uh life is simple and life is good and that's you know that's kind of a lot of uh the american dream right there and they did a great job of uh kind of capturing that time and in a really catchy and uh accessible way and you know later in their career they got like you're saying a little bit more uh experimental on their sound but this record here is a really good encapsulation of that kind of fun um, beach lifestyle that they were promoting. And, you know, for like a barbecue, every song on here is a hit. There's 21 tracks. Yeah. Every single on here is super, you're going to recognize and it's going to be fun. You're going to be able to sing along. And uh, yeah, I, I love it. So just uh, just to um, just to follow up on that, that riff there at the beginning is actually uh, from Sweet Little 16 by Chuck okay. Berry. Yep. Yeah, they totally stole it. <laughs> <laughs> directly <laughs> from that song but uh, it fits perfectly and you know you know i gotta give a lot of credit to uh, brian wilson obviously who wrote and uh, recorded a lot of these songs i mean yeah they like barbara ann was one of my favorites as a kid i used to try and do all the like i can't even the hee stuff along with it you know and then well it's probably more natural than i probably spoke like that when i was younger yeah, right. but i remember even when uh for that that movie cocktail when they did they did that song it was in the 80s they did um kokomo oh yeah right which was way after all this stuff right and it was kind of like their comeback song I remember belting that out in the shower. I was like high school, late high school age, probably. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I remember singing Kokomo at the top of my lungs and getting out of the shower and my sister just looking at me with this <laughs> hateful sneer because her, her bedroom was right next to the bathroom. And she's oh, like, man. I hate that song. <laughs> like, okay. All right. Done with, done with Kokomo. But, yeah. Uh, 
there's something uh, something about how they do the harmonies there, the vocal harmonies. Yeah. It's just so catchy. It just makes you want to sing along. Now, I may be wrong, but I think you know, I've seen like made-for-TV movies about them and read stuff over the years. I think Dennis, the drummer, the Dennis Wilson, I think he was the only one that actually served. Oh, really? <laughs> but you'd have to look into that. I forgot to, to research that. But again, whatever I found on the internet, uh, I would only look for the things that supported that rather than refuted it. So it wouldn't really matter. <laughs> That's uh, funny. All the early records all have like surfboards or the ocean in them, and that's a big theme for them, obviously, being the Beach Boys. But uh, yeah, let's play one more cut from that record. This is uh, the last cut, the last song, which is actually added on to a later version of this record, but it's one of my favorite uh, Beach Boy songs. Uh, it's Good, Good Vibrations. Yeah, it's probably my favorite. Let's do it. She's somehow close Softly smile, I know she must be kind In her eyes, she goes with me to a blossom room I'm picking up good vibrations She's giving me the excitations Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love the <laughs> woo sound in there. Oh uh, yeah. I, I think th- I think that was from Pet Sounds, if I'm not mistaken. But um yeah. I mean you can't go wrong with this at your July fourth picnic because everyone will be able to sing along. The little kids may not be able to, but but they will by the end of the day because there's something <laughs> about the Beach Boys that I don't know, at least for me, and I've seen kids today hearing these songs, and there's something that's simple and fun about them that they can connect with even all these years later. So nice one, man. I did not see that coming from you. I thought it was going to be some weird, super arty thing. Oh, yeah, these are <laughs> these are some hobos that record songs <laughs> on, you know, like, you know, I thought it was going to be some art thing. <laughs> oh, don't worry, buddy. Nice work. <laughs> we, we got a show next week. I'll get you some, uh, some hobo art music then. <laughs> but yeah thanks man that was a, that was a fun, listen, fun listen fun record to listen to for sure so yeah Beach Boys Endless Summer and let's throw it over to you man what's uh, what's your pick for uh, grilling in the USA okay so mine's a, a little more happy with a dash of regular American life when, when we approached this I was looking for a like a patriotic record and the first thing that came to mind was the boss born in the usa i was thinking bruce springsteen but that's pretty on the nose pretty obvious and uh i thought of one of my favorite records from the very same era john cougar mellencamp scarecrow he's now john mellencamp he was johnny cougar then he was john cougar mellencamp now he's john mellencamp (laughs) but anyway (laughs) johnny cougar oh my god well, you know, he's trying to have a cool recording name. I mean, he'd been around from the 70s, I think, the late 70s. He started recording as a young uh, artist. And, you know, John Mellencamp is well-known um, Midwestern guy. He's from Indiana. He's been around forever, still recording records. Just came out with one uh, earlier this year, I believe. It was not too bad, a little country-tinged. Uh, but this is, for me, the classic record. I mean, he he put out a lot of great songs, a lot of great records, Jack and Diane, all that stuff. But Scarecrow is kind of, you know, a story of an American family is how it f- always felt to me. And, and I grew up in the Midwest, so it, it really connected with me. It was his eighth studio album released in September of 85 number two on the u.s charts um had some big hits off of it r-o-c-k in the usa 
Lonely Old Night, Small Town. But uh, I want to kick off our little discussion here with one of my favorites. It's the uh, first track on side A, and I listened to this on vinyl. I need a better quality copy of it, however. This one's called Rain on the Scarecrow. Yeah, so, I mean, I assume you heard some of these songs, but had you ever experienced Scarecrow? I had not. I think this was the first time I listened start to finish through a John Mellencamp record, and it was a good experience. Like, um, I really kind of appreciated his uh, lyrics and songwriting here. I think we're both very strong, and, you know, much much in the same reasons you listen to The Boss for the kind of, like, those stories about, you know, kind of, like middle-class American life and pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and all that kind of stuff. Like, all that is here, and it's it's very well presented. And out of the 12 tracks on here, probably like six of them really stuck out to me, and I was really enjoying. So that's uh, that's pretty good for, you know, listening to it for a handful of times. Yeah, I've just always loved this album. It really, you know, Small Town was a song I really, really connected with when I was younger and listening to it even in the last couple of days I've listened to it you know many many times and yeah I found myself dancing a little bit <laughs> a little bopping going on you know uh, it's too bad we're still doing the YouTube man <laughs> oh god <laughs> That'd be horrifying. Um, yeah, I mean, this guy's had so many hit songs in that time period, and they're all about American life. You know, Jack and Diane and Pink Houses and So Good. and Totally. Cherry Bomb. I mean, just, you know, when it, listening to it now, it's almost country music. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see it being pretty close to that line. And it wasn't considered that at all, but listen, you know, just be, the way that country music has changed in America. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this definitely has, I mean, this would almost be considered that now if it had a little more, you know, if it had some slide guitar in it or something. But yeah, so for me, this is a fun summer record to listen to. The kids will probably will be like, turn this off. <laughs> it's depressing, but they'll <laughs> like small town maybe. And, 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 you know, you can't go wrong with ROCK in the USA. That's about as patriotic as it gets. That song was a tribute to, uh, Rock and roll. I read that for the for the recording of this album, they the band John Cougar Mellencamp and the band played a bunch of uh, tr you know old sixties rock for like a week or two, uh, just playing to uh, get that vibe. Gotcha. Well, it definitely comes through, especially on that on that track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we should uh, play a little bit of that one. Uh, you think? I think that would be fantastic. Now, for those of you who haven't heard this. <laughs> you you probably don't exist. You're yeah, probably well. <laughs> uh, you're probably under ten years old. But uh, yeah, here we go.
Mm-hmm. Love that song. Yeah, can we smell the barbecue? Yeah, and, you know, he still get talks about this record. With Scarecrow, he was finally starting to find his feet as a songwriter. And mm-hmm. for the first time, he realized what he thought he wanted to say in a song. And he wanted to be more like a Tennessee Williams, John Steinbeck, Faulkner uh, sort of storytelling. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool, man. It's a definitely uh, definitely. Good story to hear, you know, really, um, for someone growing up on the East Coast and not really having a lot of experience with what life was life, like on a farm with cattle and in the Midwest, uh, it's cool to get a little glimpse of that, that lifestyle. Yeah, he's like a political activist guy too, but this led me on a weird path that brought me a little bit back to Canada. <laughs> of course, even on the 4th of July, you still got one well, foot in Canada, don't you? Well, I'll tell you why. So I'm listening to this record and I'm thinking about the Canada show we were going to do and yeah. and this one and everything. I started thinking about this time period and started thinking about Brian Adams, summer of 69. Uh-huh. Canadian artist. Yeah. yeah. Canadian artist, often referred to as the Canadian Springsteen. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I pulled out that I have uh, I have Reckless on vinyl, the 1984 record that has Summer 69. And, and I listened to that a few times, too. And that's an enjoyable listen. A lot of hits on there. But, you know, not quite the same sound, but it did uh, it did spark, you know, this Mellencamp record sparked me listen to a few other things, too. So that was fun. Brian Adams, you're no... You're no Springsteen. I'm sorry. Uh, either John Mellencamp, but they are. Hey, he's... <laughs> they are pretty good though. He's his own thing. Show some respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Anything else you want to add to our little USA tribute here? Um, that I'm proud to be an American. Hey, me too. Me too, man. You know, I I'm, I don't want to quote Lee Greenwood here, <laughs> where at least I know I'm free. <laughs> but yeah. We're lucky. It's cool. We get to, I mean, for God's sakes, we have jobs. We have nice places to live, you know, not mansions or anything, but we can eat. We can do a freaking podcast in our free time. I mean, we're lucky bastards. So, uh, and we can talk about this great music that, uh, rock and roll largely, but, uh, came from America, created right right. here. That's right, man. It's a good place to live. You can't, you can't question that. No, no, you cannot. And, uh, yeah, so I want everybody. To have a wonderful 4th of July. And there's a lot of American stuff out there. There's so many songs that I found, patriotic songs. So enjoy those, because I'm sure people have those in their playlists. You know, you got your Lee Greenwood, God Bless the USA's. You got your, uh, wait, you had you had one you were talking about. What was it? Oh, Don McLean's American Pie. Is yeah, American Pie, absolutely. There's tons of Toby Keith songs that are about <laughs> about America, big time. <laughs> sure. And uh, yeah, so enjoy your uh, Neil Diamond. We're coming to America. And have a wonderful, wonderful 4th of July and a safe weekend. And uh, we love you, America and Americans. <laughs> yeah, watch your fingers and uh, don't drink too much. And don't forget, next week we'll come back at you with another new show. We're going to be touching in on our essential jazz and country projects. So we'll be bringing that to you. Feel free to check out the website in the meantime and hook us up on Twitter and symbol at Album Nerds. Album Nerds with an A. Yeah. A. Like Fonzie. A. He's American. All right. Everybody, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Thanks for listening. AlbumNerds.com. Tell us what you think about the show. Peace. See ya. Happy Fourth of July. Woo!